0: Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk, and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to have you here today. We are going to have an awesome conversation. This is funny, kind of a funny happenstance. I ended up connecting with My guest today over something completely separate, but slowly realized yeah, we were just talking about going down the train of entrepreneurship and fun and adventure and stuff (laughs) like that. So, Philip Setter is an avid mountain enthusiast and entrepreneur who has spent the last 10 years in the insurance industry. He has spent most of his career working on advanced planning for shareholders (laughs) of private corporations in Canada. However, He's now focused on building simple and affordable life insurance solutions for Canadians and outdoor enthusiasts. So, thank you for being here.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for having me here. Did, is, is that did you pull that from somewhere? Did you make that up yourself? Because that actually sounds pretty good. Did, I, did <laughs> I write that or did you write that? <laughs>
0: it's, so, it's so funny. I was I was doing a podcast and my guest, she's like. Did I do all this? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you hear something like, back. That and sounds right really like, oh, good, actually. Wow, I'm is pretty that me? awesome?
1: <laughs> Are you sure you have the right guest? Is it another one? Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally. You're like, oh, I'm pretty awesome. You just need to do that whenever you feel yeah. not feeling great about yourself. You just totally. read your bio. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a sign. If you even if you're not in entrepreneurship or you're not in business, go yeah. write yourself a bio. And if you yeah, feel like totally,
1: <laughs> or or what I did, I actually because I think I just updated my bio on LinkedIn. Maybe like three weeks ago or something like that. But I think I like took a few like snippets and then I put it into Chat GDP and I was like, can you rewrite this Perfect. for me in like this tone? And then it like, I went through a few iterations. I'm like, no, make it a little less serious. No, focus on this. And then it like spit out something I'm like, yeah, that's really good. That's exactly how I want to describe yes. myself. <laughs>
0: that's it. I'm awesome. I actually did the exact same thing, yeah. which is hilarious. Literally, I had to update my bio for something and I was like, yep. mm, chat You're Like, I'll just it's get funny. Chat to, me to do this. It comes out with some pretty good stuff. It's funny. I actually posted the other day. I was like, you know, you're Canadian when I feel like you'll appreciate this because you're Canadian, but of course, yeah. Um, you know, you're Canadian when you put a like an input into chat yeah. and <laughs> you put please at the end. I'm like, oh, oh. My God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I did that. I did that so many t- Like when I first started using chat I did that so many times. And then yeah. I was like, I kind of felt bad when I like stopped doing it. because I was like, do this for <laughs> me. And then I I'm feel like, Philip. So- you're a, like just you can put it in there and then like I started short. but like when I first started using it, I was like good afternoon how are you today could you please do this task <laughs> <Yes>. for me
0: <laughs> please with the cherry on top thank <laughs> you I'm so like,
1: much and I literally like one time I like stopped myself I'm like you don't have to say please like I know. It's, it's just a computer program you can just totally. type what you want and now I just like now I just I don't even like type words I'm just like YouTube description title this. write this humorous and just like yeah. shorten it down to like the keywords basically but that I is such it. a Canadian thing to do.
0: I know, I love it. So funny. Yeah. We're very appreciative <laughs> folk. <laughs>
1: oh, I love it, <laughs> but too
0: yeah. Fun. So we connected. It's funny, actually. We connected because I was looking for life insurance, so that yeah, was ca- a right. happy, a happy accident. But we ended up chatting, and you are really into a lot of mountain sports. Yeah, kind of adventurous style. Yeah. Things. Totally. Some of my most awesome memories or some of my best memories involve taking a chance and being open to adventure. And I know that you're into that stuff, too. So do you think that plays a part in living a full life? Yeah. I I mean...
1: Yeah, short answer, 100%. Like, I don't know if it's like a personality trait or if it's just something that you do. I feel like I've always, like, well, I grew up in the mountains. So I grew up in British Columbia. And so we always had, kind of had mountains around us. And mm-hmm. then I moved to Alberta when I was, I guess when I was 16. And I didn't actually do any mountains for a long time because I went on like two quote unquote hikes. And I just, in my mind, I was kind of like, oh, this is the mountains in Alberta. They're only like hikes, you know, with like the guardrails and like the steps, like Johnson Canyon or like Grassy Lakes or something like that. And in my head, I was like, oh, well, this is the mountains. And and like, I don't know why I didn't think for just like one second to look up at the mountains and be like, no, <laughs> there's there's huge mountains here. But I was like, oh, you don't have real mountains in Alberta or or here where I live. And so I didn't do anything for a number of years. And then I guess, yeah, like taking a chance for sure. So this girl that I went on a date with, she was like, Hey, we should go on like a hike. And again, I'd been on like quote unquote hikes before, which weren't really hikes. And I was yeah. like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's go on that. And I showed up and I was wearing like Birkenstock sandals.
0: <laughs> and she was like,
1: no, 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 no. She's like, where's your hiking boots? I was like, no, no, no. I've seen, I memo. know your mountain. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: garbage and she's like,
1: she's like, no, she's like, seriously, where are your hiking boots? I was like, I'll be fine. Don't worry about <laughs> me. But we ended up doing this mountain called Prairie Mountain, which is okay. uh, out by Brad Creek near Calgary. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's not like a crazy mountain, but it's like a pretty steep uphill, 800 meters elevation gain, a thousand meters elevation gain mountain with like, there's no guardrails. You're just kind of like walking up the mountain. It's not technically difficult, but like yeah. for a guy that I was literally wearing Inbert. like golf shorts, a golf <laughs> shirt, like sunglasses. I looked like an idiot and these sandals. And so I did get to the top of the mountain and I got down again, but I was like, oh, okay. So then after that, I bought, there's, there's like a bunch of guidebooks. And I feel like guidebooks are some mm-hmm. of the, like the best ways to get into different sports because it's just like, it shows you where to go. It shows you all the resources. So I bought this one guidebook. It's called Scrambling in the Canadian Rockies by Alan Kane. Mm-hmm. And it has, you, you probably have the same. I have it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it has yeah. like, I don't know, it's got like 300 or 400 different scrambles, which is like, yeah. you know, for people who don't know, it's like in between climb, rock climbing and hiking. It's like kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so then armed with that, and a pair of hiking boots. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. So then we went, we did Ha Ling, which was really cool. Yeah. We went and did Grotto, which was really cool. Those are the two kind of scrambles. And then I bought the book and then I just kind of took off. And I think the first summer I did like 60 or 70 summits in like oh the God. first summer. Yeah. yeah, I was doing like two or three a day if I could. I was like running to them. It was like the quote unquote, like peak bagger thing. And yeah. most of them like I did, it didn't obviously work out with me and that girl, but that's okay because she introduced me to it. And yeah, from there, I started doing all those and then slowly got into kind of more advanced things. So like rock climbing and then from rock climbing, it went to uh, what's called dry tooling, which is where you kind of climb rock with, with like ice tools and crampons. Mm-hmm. And then that went to ice climbing, to alpinism, mountaineering, backcountry skiing. But yeah, I guess like I've always been more of an adventurous person, like willing to take risks. And I guess that kind of reflects in my entrepreneurship journey as well. Yeah, I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things in my life, I guess, accomplished because I took a risk and just tried something to see if it would be cool yeah. or not.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's totally. so true. I feel like that's it's funny. I've it's kind of that looking back kind of what we were talking about with the bio where you look <laughs> back at your life and you're kind of doing a summary of oh, I did this, I did this, I did this. And it's yeah. When it's just easy. Yeah. I don't know. This is my thought. And I know a lot of motivated, no, ambitious true. people listen to this podcast. It's like yeah. when it's it's not like Where's the fun in that? There's definitely times when you sit back and (laughs) relax and whatever. But I think (laughs) for a certain breed of people, obviously, both of us, there's something about moving through a challenge or taking on something that you're like all the things. If I looked at the things I'm proud of about myself or that I did, generally I was scared shitless going into it. I was taking a chance, never done it before didn't have context for how to do it well. And it's kind of like that. It's like that hiking with the Birkenstocks where you take a chance and you do something and you move through it. And then you find so much joy and so much awesomeness on the other side. If we use awesomeness. Yeah, no, it's,
1: (laughs) it's, I feel like the, and I have a couple of different like mottos, quote unquote, in my life. And the first one is through suffering comes peace. And I Mm. feel like the comfortable moments that we have in our life aren't appreciated as much if we don't have moments of adversity before it, right? It's like, like sitting on the couch and watching a movie and sitting on your phone and going on Facebook. If you do that every single day, there's nothing special about it. It's kind of like a boring part of your life, right? But Mm -hmm. like, if you don't do that very often, and you go out and you like do a huge day hiking or climbing, or you, you go on a big adventure, you do something where you're just like, you're pushing yourself in an adverse situation for a long amount of time. And then you come back. And it's like, then you get to relax and just like watch a movie. You're like, Oh, my God, this is like, the best movie I've ever seen. And this couch is so comfortable. Oh my God, I can't, I forgot how comfortable this couch was. Where did we buy this couch? And like, popcorn <laughs> is so good. Do yes. they always put this much butter in popcorn? So I don't remember there being this much oh. butter in popcorn, but it's great. Oh right? Like, but if you do that all the time, then you're, you're not going to, you know what I mean? Like there needs yeah. to be moments of adversity or, or large periods of time of adversity to like really enjoy the moments of comfort, but our lives are so comfortable now. And there's like, there's a couple books on it. I can't remember. There was another, it's called The Comfort Crisis, which is a really good book. But Mm -hmm. it just talks about like how our lives are so simple now and everything is so easy that like, we're not stimulated. We have no adversity. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we don't appreciate the simple things that we used to have anymore. Being able to just order food. We we don't even have to leave the couch anymore. We just order it on our phone and it just comes to our house. And we don't even think twice about it. We're just, oh yeah, it's fine. It comes to our house. No problem. It just gets there. But if you're like if you're away from that or you're in really adverse situation for a long time, you really appreciate like, oh my God, this is amazing. the fact that I can mm-hmm. just get food delivered to my house so yeah i'm I'm definitely like ever there's nothing in my life that I've ever gotten easy. Everything yeah. has been pushing through adversity to get something that's worthwhile
0: that's so. worthwhile, yeah, totally yeah, exactly it's so interesting. I was thinking about this this morning actually, randomly, but huh. it's kind of along the same concept, but I was like, I don't want. Whether you're religious or not or universe or whatever. Like, I don't want the universe, God, whoever, whatever, to stop handing me challenges. Yeah, I want, what I want is I want more, like a stronger, yep. stronger back. You know what I mean? Like, yep. don't stop feeding me the challenges. Don't make yeah. my life easier. Make it, give yep. me what I, what I you know, I think there's,
1: is, is that a Bible quote? I think there's a Bible quote. Don't, it's, don't ask God for an easy life. Ask God for the strength to endure the life you have. I think yes. that's a quote. I think that's a quote from the Bible. It, but it's so true. <laughs> it's if anyone knows, so let true. us know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty like, sure
1: that's somewhere in the Bible.
0: And it is. It's, that's that's where <laughs> life gets so yeah. worthwhile. And you feel, yeah. you know, a lot of us live in this mediocre, or, um, not, like going through the yeah. motions. Just and in a routine yeah, like nothing feels really meaningful, but that's in my experience where a lot of meaning has come from is overcoming adversity and kind of seeing what I'm made of a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's interesting because then like the more that you take on, like the more adversity that you can take on, all of a sudden it's like you can bring yourself to higher levels of being able to handle stress, right? Like it's like a training program. If you've never exercised before in your life, and you go and you try to do like two runs in a week, you're going to be destroyed, right? Yeah. But if you start running two times a week, every single week, after a month, you're going to be like, okay, two times is enough. I'm going to go to three times a week. And then yeah. you start to do three times a week. You start to do more and more and more of that. If you to like stretch that out for a year or two years or three years you keep going, all of a sudden your training plan is going to be like, well, I run six days a week and I have uh, PM workouts. I go to the gym and I also do this like sprint training and I do this hill training, because your body is able to handle more and more and more stress on it. It's like, it's the same in in business. It's the same in adventure. It's the same in personal relationships. The more that you can handle incrementally, the greater challenges that you'll be able to bring into your life.
0: Yeah. And that's the peace part. It was interesting that you said that the peace, because you think on face value, you're like, oh yeah, more hardship equals peace. No thanks. (laughs) But but it is, it's like training ground, right? Yep. So interesting. So true. You were talking about sayings. Fortune favors the bold. Yes or no? No, I didn't
1: say that. Did I say that? No, no,
0: you didn't say that. I'm asking Oh, you. okay, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> you were talking
0: about sayings, though, but like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Fortune fav- favors the bold.
1: Yep, Yeah. yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true.
0: I think people underestimate. It's funny because I was in a conversation with someone earlier this morning about they're in a new phase of life where they're elevating themselves into a new role professionally. And they were just getting really hung up on the perfection. Like, what if I don't do it right? What if I don't, you know, have the best answer at the right answer at the right time? But really, in my experience, it's a lot of failures, like failing fast. Like how fast can you fail? And how much can you tell yourself perfectionism doesn't matter or that you can do something even though you probably, (laughs) by any standard, probably can't, but you're just going to do it anyway. (laughs)
1: totally i think so many people get hung up on that and like i'm not perfect by any means but like we can no, take a, an easy example like you found me through youtube okay and that's yeah. that's you watched my videos and then you went through our website and purchased life insurance so i originally started making video content for life insurance in 2015 and this is just like how i should have learned from my own mistakes but i made a bunch of videos and i was like oh i tried it it didn't work nobody watched the videos so oh youtube doesn't work right yeah. and then i stopped it and i didn't do anything with it. And then years went by and I think in like twenty nineteen, I made like a whole more batch of like sixty videos or fifty videos, something like that. Put them all on YouTube, but like didn't learn the system, didn't learn the algorithm, didn't learn thumbnails, titles, keywords, SEO research, none of that, right? Just threw them on there and I was like, here's some videos. Like everything had the same thumbnail. And like of course nobody watched them right? Because like, but I didn't, you know, I I, again, it's like, I didn't push through that. I was like, Oh, it's just it's a failure. So I'm not going to keep trying. But from that, I learned a few things like, Okay, you know, maybe if I change this, maybe I change that. And then it wasn't till I think it was early 2022, early 2022, I went out. And I was like, Okay, I really do want to put like a lot like I see other people on YouTube, and they're like successful on YouTube. And at the time, I had another channel, I still have it. It's like my personal channel that I do for climbing. And it started to see a ton of traction and growth. And I was like, Okay, wait, so YouTube does work. You just need (laughs) to like, actually learn the system and like fail and learn and fail and learn and like change things and change this. And so again, this is just like, like, don't make the same mistakes I made because I've been making video content since 2015. And it's 2023. It's eight years. And now like 40% of my business comes from YouTube. And if I would have learned this eight years ago, I would have been in a way different position. But yeah, in 2022, I made another string of videos where I actually did focus on like the keywords, the thumbnails, the titles, how I edited the video, how I formatted the video, you know, how the structure of the video was, And I put that out. And I think there was maybe like 40 videos that I put out. And again, I still didn't learn from my mistakes because I put 40 videos out. And I didn't realize that like, for the type of content that I'm creating on YouTube, it's an evergreen platform, meaning that people will find the videos over time. It doesn't mean that they're going to go viral after a week. No tax video, like how does taxes work in Canada? Blows up. Like no one's, there's not like that amount of people in like, Oh my god this is the most ones, interesting video in the whole world I have to watch. it doesn't work like that okay it's not like a cat video or like the hey charlie video it doesn't go <laughs> viral tax videos do not go viral but you know, I waited and I saw that okay I created these 40 videos and then I gave up I was like they're not doing anything and then all of a sudden I'm doing nothing with this channel and over time it's just like growing and growing and growing and people are watching it and people are commenting and it's like exponentially getting bigger and bigger and bigger so then it wasn't until November of 2022, where I was like, Okay, obviously, I screwed up again, I didn't learn from my mistakes. But I guess I did learn from it It just took me a little bit longer. And I restarted my focus on YouTube. And now it contributes for like 40% of our business, which is incredible. Right? So we've doubled down on YouTube now, and really put a lot of emphasis on that. But it like, yeah, here's the thing, especially like, no matter where you are, what you're trying to do in your life, but YouTube is a platform you have to fail on because you have no idea what you're doing like I had no idea what I was doing. I just like I had a camera and I hit record and I didn't know how audio works and I didn't know how to edit a video and I didn't know what a thumbnail was and I didn't know what a title was or keywords or hashtags or descriptions or like any of that, how to schedule it or anything, but it's like I made it it was crappy. I made another one it was crappy. I made another one I made another one and it like it takes fifty or a hundred videos, and this is specific to YouTube to like Okay, I'm slowly starting to learn how this works. It's like you don't learn. This is interesting. Right before this podcast, I had a, a chat with one of my buddies. And I've known this guy for like 15 years. And all he does is talk about making a change in his life. He's like, yes. Oh, I really want to like do some entrepreneurial things like you're doing. And we just talk about it. And literally the phone call right before I got on this podcast, he's like, Maybe, yeah, I was researching golfing and I was researching this. And we've had the same conversation for the last 10 years. Every single yeah. time we get on a phone call, we have the same conversation. And now every time I tell them, I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter what you do. Just yes. fucking do something. Just yes. do something. Cause it's gonna it's probably gonna fail. It's probably gonna fail. But you're gonna learn from that. And then you're gonna pick up some findings and you're gonna learn how to, okay, build a company and it, you learn how to make a web page or something like that. And this one didn't work, but now we go on to the next one and the next one and the next one. And eventually you're gonna figure out the formula and it will work. So but people they they want like they want all the answers. They wanna like minimize everything and you can you can try as much as you can and you analyze as much as you can but eventually it's just analysis paralysis. you're not doing anything and you can't mm-hmm. figure everything out without actually doing it you sometimes just need to do it
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god this is take it's action church. <laughs> it's
1: been 15 years though He's still he <laughs> still hasn't done anything yes i won't say his name i won't say his name
0: no no no. but it's not his situation's not unique and that's the thing is the same situation as that person i was talking to earlier today is that there's some and i think it's i think it's a fear so i think we should dig into this but there's a lot of fear that comes up with the like not enoughness not good enough and worthiness whatever wherever it comes from deep within but that translates into, this needs to be perfect before I get it out. I need to know all the answers. I need to have all the knowledge before I do this. And sometimes it's our (laughs) reputation. Like we don't want to look like an idiot. So we don't put out videos that look (laughs) like amateur hour because I already know I look like an
1: idiot. So I just cruise back.
0: (laughs) But I think that that's it. I think that there's a secret there because like, that was the thing with when I started this podcast, I literally made a promise to myself. I was like, all of It's going to be shit. Yep. (laughs) Just accept it. Totally. Yep. And just keep going. And I was like, you can't criticize yourself until at least 25 episodes in.
1: (laughs) At least. At at least. least. Or 50. Honestly. Or 50. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Totally. Because it's like you're just working through the kinks, the... Yep. Yep just
1: yeah, all, exactly
0: what you shared with the the thumbnails and the, and yep. I think
1: communication style and managing yeah. different guests and personalities and question flow and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Everything. But if people don't know, if they don't know that, or they don't get that, they give up before. It's like the, the giving up when you're like, okay, this isn't working. And luckily for you, you were like resilient and you were like, okay, what I learn? <laughs> I'm going to go back and try this again. I'm going to go back and try this again. But Every, behind every success story is a million failed attempts, a million yep. different angles, totally. a million different ways of trying <clears> things. <throat> and if you're listening and you if you feel like that, if you're like, I want to do these things, I want to start this business, I want to learn how to ice climb, whatever, it's just fail and fail and just yep. like fail again and, and yep. look back and like, what did you learn? Reflect. What did you learn? Fail. Reflect. <laughs> Yeah. It's like this vicious cycle of fail reflect.
1: Totally. <laughs> and take action. Totally. Yep. And take but, act. And you ha exactly. That's that's like the and taking action is like funny because I think I have a pretty high tolerance for stress and for trying new things in my yeah. life. But like even in my own business, you know, there's lots of things that I'm like, well, is this a good idea? Should I go down this path? I'm not sure. So like one of the things that I've really tried to commit to this year, because it's like your brain is like a muscle, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to you have to work it out and you have to like gain context and like accept something new into your life or like your business or whatever it is like one of the things that i've tried to do this year is like don't think don't think just do just do mm-hmm. like literally don't don't analyze it just do it and try and figure it out right so yeah. like i mean restarting the youtube channel like, putting other videos on my other youtube channel looking for partnerships expanding down into the states i'm like of course you need to analyze some things and figure it out right yeah. but if you listen to your brain all the time you're constantly in a state of like, oh, well, I want to analyze it and look at it. Mm -hmm. Is it a good idea? And can I commit to it? And And you waste so much. I mean, I still feel like I'm relatively young. I'm turning, young, pardon me. I'm turning 33 this year. And I still have a lot of time to build a business. But I've been doing this for 10 years now. And like, yes, we're doing very well. Don't get me wrong. We're doing very well um, in our business. But like, I look at a lot of buddies that I was in business with like five, 10 years ago. And we started and we're, you know, building this thing up and they're in different industries. And a lot of them are like, they've made it. They've like been ultra successful, high seven figure earners. They're driving around in the Ferraris and Lambo's and they're flying down in big penthouses. Not to say that's the ultimate goal for everything. But it's Mm. like, they I see what they did. And they just failed way faster. Right? And At the time, I was kind of like, that's a stupid idea. Why would you do that? Right? And I'm criticizing them on their journey. But like now I'm just like, Oh my god, you made all the smartest decisions. You just failed so much faster. Like, all these yeah. things that were the dumbest things that they could. And now, in, you know, in retrospect, they're probably like looking back like, oh my god, that was a dumb idea. But it wasn't from <laughs> all those failures, or it was, pardon me, from all those failures where they like learned what works. Like, okay, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Yeah. Oh, this kind of worked a little bit. Let's put more into it. Oh, okay, this is the one that's really going to take off. Let's put more into it. Okay, more and more and more and more. And it's all those failed things, failed projects that you did to lead you to the one. Like, You're not going to pick something whether you know it's a marketing strategy in your business or whether a type of business or whatever it is if you land on the golden goose the very first time you're one in a million it doesn't yes. happen it doesn't happen okay yeah. oh, but it's i think like the concept, you just gotta fail really is. fast yes. it, that is totally
0: it is and it's so interesting because i work in the back end of a lot of seven and eight figure businesses and there is a time where it shifts i think what gets you to you know if we're talking about business specifically yeah There's a time where it shifts, where you've kind of thrown enough spaghetti at the wall to approach it more strategically. But I think what gets you here won't get you there and vice versa. Like what gets you from seven to eight figures isn't what's going to get you to six figures because there's just too much experimentation that you have to, you can't skip that step. It's the messy, you just can't skip it. (laughs) It's yeah. And, and it, that goes for everything. Like that's business because that's applicable yep. to me and I see it all the time. But for anything, <clears> yep. whether it's like developing a new skill, you can't just be great at pottery <laughs> right out of the gate. It's probably <laughs> yeah. going to look like garbage for a while. And then, totally. you know, you could be some master potter. I don't know if that's a thing, but, you know, like <laughs> <Master> eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have a lot of failed spaghetti on the wall, random weird things that you made that you're like, I don't even know what to do with that. Totally. Yeah. So what do you think then are the key elements that influence our ability to be open to adventure? (sighs) Like when you think about your buddy there.
1: That's, uh, that's such a great question. I feel like I don't have like the best answer for you, but it is such a great question. I know. I'm not sure if it goes back to like the argument of like nature versus nurture, right? Like, is this something that is learned or is this something that, you know, you just grow up in in hardship and you're used to it so you're more accustomed to taking those type of risks? I'm not sure. But like one of the, the sayings that I've heard before, it's like the pain, the, what is it again? The pain of staying the same has to be mm-hmm. greater than the pain of change in order f- to facilitate. It. I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think for, I don't know, It's it's so hard, but like for me, I feel like, it would be more difficult for me to stay where I am mm. than it would be to, to not, basically. And, and maybe I'll, I'll share like a little, like I don't know, what you want to, I guess we could talk that- about business because it's easy. But like prior to starting what I have started now, I was in the electrical industry. So I started as an electrician when I was either 18 or 19 years old. And I hated it. Literally, the very first day <laughs> that I arrived on it, I was like, I hate this. This is the dumbest thing ever. Like, I hate construction. I'm like, I didn't mind the work, actually, like I enjoyed working with my hands and like putting things together and stuff like that. But I really didn't enjoy like, working with the people, I feel like a lot of people in construction, this is nothing against people in construction, but a lot of them have like a very fixed mindset. And it's like, well, this job sucks. And I'm gonna work here till I'm 60, I guess, and retire. It's just like, it's very negative environment, right? And so like, I knew from the very beginning, that I wanted to quit and do something else, right? But of course, you get influenced by people in your life. And so my family was like, oh, well, you should at least see it to the end, get your ticket, because then you'll always have it, right? Yeah. And so I I do wish that I wouldn't have taken this advice and I would have just said like, no, we're quitting it right now. Like, because I could have quit year one, like when I was 19 and tried something else. Yeah, it's like so much lost opportunity, right? Yeah. And then I think I would have been way more ahead in life. But that's okay. I still did quit. Whereas like a lot of people, my buddy specifically, still works in that industry. But literally, for me, the pain of staying, like I just, I was so unhappy where I was in my life. It was so miserable. I was so unhappy. And I remember like I remember one specific instance. And I was I, I don't know, I was like 23 years old. And I by the way, I quit when I was 24. I got my ticket and I quit right after that. I never went to work for another company.
0: <laughs> but you got your ticket.
1: But, but I do have my ticket. Yeah. So I'm a journeyman electrician. Yeah. So if you ever need a light bulb change, you can still do
0: that. Perfect.
1: <laughs> but I remember I was like 23 years old. And like 23 is so young. You're so young at 23. I'm 23 years old. And it's like. It's like 4.30 in the morning or something like that or 5.30 in the morning and I'm driving to work and I worked like in a lot of oil and gas and with oil and gas, there's like long shifts, long days, you know, multiple days on end. And so I don't even remember. I think like the night before I had worked like 16 hours and I was back to like, you know, do this thing. And I was driving to work and like, just like, you don't notice, but I'm just like, I'm so miserable. I'm like, my Mm. life sucks. I don't like where I am. I'm unhappy with my body. I'm unhappy with my financial life. I'm unhappy with my physical life. Like everything in my life, I was like, this, this sucks. This is not where I want to be. And I was like waiting at a stoplight. And I looked up in the mirror. And I saw myself in the mirror. I just had bags under my eyes. And like, I just looked like, just miserable, just this miserable old man at 23. (laughs) So I I remember seeing that and like the reflection literally scared me. Because I was like, Oh my god, Philip, dude, you're 23. Like this cannot be your life like this cannot be the end of it right you have to do something (laughs) so i don't know it's like it's hard because it's like i mean i get it it's totally scary to take a leap and and try something new and go out there and and not expose yourself but be vulnerable with the people around you because everyone sees you it's super hard to do that but like for me personally just the pain of staying the same was far greater than like any type of embarrassment or like I failed so many times. I failed in all my early companies. I failed in like e- like everything that I tried. And I have so many people that I have on my I told you so list that, you know, I've like long forgotten about because I'm very happy with where I am in life right now. But for years, you know, I-, I carried a lot of that with me. But just the pain, like there was no way. There was no way. I could never, ever, ever do that. And so like going back to the story of my buddy who I had the call with, like I just don't know. He kind of likes his job. And that's I feel like that's such a dangerous place to be in where you're like, you're not happy, but you're Mm -hmm. not miserable. Mm -hmm. That's a terrible place to be in. You're just comfortable, but not even like happy, comfortable. You're just kind of coasting in life because it's not like so miserable that you're willing to make a change. But it's also not so great that you're living the best life that you can. So you're in this weird kind of like floating space that you're not living a fulfilling life. You're not living up to your potential you're not doing everything that you could in life and you're just floating through and you're just like, well, I guess this is it. And like, I feel like that's what so many people do is they Mm -hmm. just, they're they're in this perpetual state until all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, I'm 60. What the fuck happened to my life? Yeah. It's like the kind of
0: Jesus moment where you're just like...
1: And then it's too late. I mean, maybe not at 60, but like your life is all, the the bulk of the years are now gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the good years when you have energy and passion and you can drive yourself forward. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's, it's, I don't have a great answer for you, but it's, it's I like, and I feel like, I guess that's it is, I don't know if you can somehow artificially inject adversity and uncomfortableness into your life. So you're not as comfortable, right? Like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I think you're gonna, you could certainly do that. It's whether, it's whether you're able to get through the fear of taking action. Totally. But I, everything you said, I like so much, like, if you can't hear, you can't see me, obviously, on the podcast, but I'm like <laughs> nodding my head the whole time. Yeah. It's like, I forget how you worded it, but I've heard it similarly, like when the the pain The pain of staying pain the same is it. greater than
1: the, the yeah. pain of change. Yeah,
0: But it's so true. And it's like, the there's like this tipping point. And yep. for me, yep. when you said that, it's funny, I just recorded another podcast, and we had this same kind of snippet of conversation about, I think there's a certain... Type of person, and it's not even that they are a type of person as much as what you reference was a fixed versus a growth mindset.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that when you have a growth mindset, that probably really resonated when you were talking about if you're not moving. Like for me, I feel like if I'm not growing, if I'm not moving, yeah. it doesn't you're even dying. matter if I'm failing. <laughs> you're dying. That's exactly what I was going to say. It literally feels like if I'm not growing, I'm dying. Like there is no, there is no in between. And I think when people are coasting, they're feeling like it's this in between, but they are slowly dying. And that's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they recognize that or or not, but I certainly recognize that in my own life where I'm like, if I'm not growing, if I'm not actively growing, I'm dying. There is yeah. there is no staying the same. Yeah. But I think, too, it's interesting with the growth versus the fixed mindset. That might be, and I don't have like the right answer to this question either, but I was just mm-hmm. curious what your perspective was. But when it comes to the elements that influence <clears throat> our ability to be open to that, I think from my experience anyways with myself is that it really comes down to have I adopted a growth mindset? Am I able to mentally, because all this all this business, work, like uh, body transformation, anything. all of this, it's a mental game. Yeah. So anything you want to do is a mental game really at, yep. at its core. It's taking like, yep. obviously you meet suit, you got to take action. You move action, with your body, like, yeah. right? But at the end but, of
1: the day, it is up to your brain.
0: Totally. And you, your ability to be afraid of something and say, okay, fear, you can kind of take the side seat or whatever the back seat. (laughs) I'm good on this one. Uh, There's no like bear chasing me down or whatever. Yeah, But I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that's where people get stuck when they're wanting to break out of monotony.
1: And it's so, it's so hard too. Cause like, is it something that can be learned? I don't know. I like, I don't, I don't have the answers for you. Right. Like, again, we Mm. go back to that, that argument of nature versus nurture. Right. And like, we won't get into the specifics, but I went through a very difficult childhood. But from that, I feel like I was very callous to high stress situations. And I developed this go, go, go mindset and mentality. You you know, you call it a growth uh, mindset, pardon me. But like I, I do, and there's another, uh, Elon Musk actually talks about this quite a bit in his autobiography about how he's very worried for his children because Elon Musk also went through a very difficult childhood. Mm-hmm. And from that, it crafted all, you know, all that motivation that he has and that drive to move forward in spite of like insurmountable odds, right? Yeah. And he talks about that with his children and he's very worried for his children. And he's like, well, how can I artificially inject some type of difficulties into their life? Because they live like the coziest life ever, Right, right. And I don't know, like, and this is like, is it something that can be learned? Is it, I have no idea, right? But it's just like, I just know that's who I am, right? And I see it in other people. And then of course, in other people, you don't see it. And so, I don't know, we go back to this question, like, can it be learned? I don't know. Is it something that it's shaped? Is it a genetic thing? Is it shaped through your childhood? Is it shaped through hard circumstances? Or is it something you just
0: decide to do? I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I think idea. it is learned. I think it is. You think so? I okay. think it is. I think it's nurture. Because I think when you talk about childhood experiences, I think to a degree that is nurture. Like it's, it's the experiences <laughs> that we're having that's shaping really at, the, at its core. This is my, this is my belief anyways. Okay. That we have, we all have circumstances that happen in our life. Yep. We're all going to have hard ones. We're going to have easy ones. We're all going to have circumstances that are on like the varying scale of difficulty. But it's what we do with that that translates into how we show up in the world. And so yeah. if we, we can easily choose the thought, because our circumstances, like if we look at people, there are people in the world that have come from the, the lowest, hardest, most insane upbringing, and they become yeah. like valedictorian, president, whatever. And then yeah. they're on the other side of the spectrum. There are people that are given every comfort, every opportunity to succeed. And then they're like stealing, even though they have millions of dollars, it doesn't make sense. So I think our circumstances don't determine who we end up being. It's our thought about our circumstances. And then that creates a feeling like whether we're, we're afraid or in in, like inspired or whatever. And then that trickle down is an action we take and a result we get. And I think that you can learn it because I've experienced this for myself anyways, because I don't think that I always had, I mean, I probably, to a degree, I think there's some traits that you're Mm -hmm. maybe born with that predispose you to certain things like interests, like maybe how ambitious you end up being or whatever. But I think you can, I've certainly trained myself over the, the years to choose thoughts that inspire a feeling and an action and a result that I wouldn't have had had I chosen a different thought. And I think yeah. people don't realize they have the ability to choose a thought and then change the feeling they have about a circumstance as a result. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. If that's do you think, do you think there's like a, a, like a cutoff for that? Do you think like mm-hmm. we get too set in our ways at certain ages and then it's just like, it's even more like the older you get the more and more difficult it is to try and make those changes within your life?
0: I think it's probably more difficult, but I don't think it's impossible because yeah. I think what it, to, what it hinges on is your ability to be open and curious. Yeah. Because totally. if, you, if you can make a decision that you're going to be open to something that you've never been open before to before, yeah. like, let's just say, for example, your buddy, he, his, ex- <laughs> he's his, just getting shit on. on this I podcast know. I'm and I sorry. Love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend, whatever your name is. Oh, We'll, we'll use call somebody else. We'll
1: call him Bob. Oh, Bob. I'm
0: sorry, Bob. <laughs> Bob, you're not. You're in good company. There's lots of people out there that are experiencing this. <laughs> you're not alone. Um, you're not
1: alone. No, you're not alone. No, but you're part Bob, of the majority. Actually,
0: yeah, it's true. But I mean, if you think about Bob and him being so his circumstances, he is in a in a job. Yeah, like he he's works at a job, and his thought about it. Right now is like, I I see other friends that are doing this entrepreneurial thing. I want to be an entrepreneur. I think I wanna have a you know, whatever. And as a result, the feeling is like indecisive inaction, like totally like what's the word? Indecisive. I don't know. That's yep. probably the yeah, best. That's totally indecisive, then, yeah. Yeah. And then as a result, you're not taking any action because you haven't decided on anything, and then you don't get or your action is that you're not doing anything. And then as a result, yep. you are and I can't claim like lots of I've Lots of people have kind of taught this progression of circumstance to result or whatever. But if he intersects this process at the thought and he says, Okay, I have a job and changes his thought about what he wants to do, he can literally change the result. And this is what I've done in my own life. I did this for the podcast, even was that if you could change your thought about it and say, Okay, I want to be an entrepreneur yeah I'm committing to being an entrepreneur even when it's hard even <clears> when it's scary <throat> and that's that if you change if you change your thought then yeah even when it's hard even when it's scary okay I feel empowered because I know I've made this commitment to myself or you could your thought could be like you know I see other people around me doing it so I know what's possible for me too okay so now I feel mm-hmm. empowered Now I'm going to try. I'm going to take action. I'm going to fail. I'm going to take action. I'm going to fail. As a result, I have a business. I think you just, as far as the age thing, I think you just have to be open to the concept that you have more control over your life. It's easy not to have control because then you have a scapegoat, right? You're like, oh, life's just not working out for me. It's just not in the cards for me. But if you tell yourself you have full ownership, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I... (laughs) I'm shitting the bed here, you know?
1: And it's like, hmm, okay. It's so true. We, it's like, it's a weird, like, I mean, it's it's very logical. It's like, of course we have control over our life, right? It's like a very logical thought, but it's weird to like, it doesn't feel like that, right? It feels, especially like as time goes on and you like, the routine becomes just habitual. It's the same thing over and over every day. you, You go to nine to five, you go to work, Monday to Friday, weekends are the same. You do your laundry, you go grocery shopping. Your body has been the same for the last like 10 years. You might be overweight. Your relationship might not be good. Whatever it is, right? We get kind of like so stuck in these ruts and like the longer and longer that you're in them, it feels like it's harder and harder and harder to try and get out of them. Yeah. But like, it's actually amazing once you decide to just like, no, I'm going to make a change, how quickly you can actually make a change. And then all of a sudden, this completely other life is now your new normal. Yeah. And it's just it's like moving into a new house, right? You've lived in your house for like four or five years and like, you know everything. You know, this is how I vacuum. I know this one banister has this weird thing about it. And so when I dust it, this is what happens. And then like, all of a sudden, okay, let's move. And it's this huge stressful process. You have to get movers and like get the damage deposit and rent and, and pack everything up and da, 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 da. And then like, all of a sudden you move into this like new crazy house and it's like, oh my God, look at this whole other life that I have. It's completely different than the one I just had. But like within a month, It's completely new. It's your new normal. Within a year, you can't even remember that you lived in that old house, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And it's just like, all you did was make a decision to move. Like, that's it. Like, it's it's not a huge thing. But like, a lot of the things, it's just like sometimes hard to stay consistent with them, right? Because moving, you know, it's okay, one decision, then you move and you're in there. But like, let's say you're unhappy with your body. It's like, well, you need to make the decisions every day to go to the gym and eat healthy. Mm. But if you continue to do this over a period of time, it's like, all of a sudden, you're like, hey, this is just my new normal. I didn't even realize it. I can't even imagine a life where I'm 40 pounds or 50 pounds overweight because I'm just in it right now. But to make that decision, yeah, absolutely, can be difficult. And I feel like the longer and longer you're just like, you're in this rut, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And to like try and like knock yourself out of it gets more and more difficult, but it's totally possible. And then all of a sudden, a year from now, you're like, I have a completely different life mm-hmm. than I had a year. I can't even imagine the life that I was in. Everything is now 180. I have a different job. I'm in a different relationship. I'm in a different house. I have a different body of different goals, different hobbies, different adventures that I'm going on. Everything is completely different from one year in yes. like one year. But you do need to like, make that decision to just make mm-hmm. a change. And everyone's like, well, it's easier said than done. Like, of course it is. If it was easy to make decisions. Everyone would be the best version of themselves. <laughs>
0: like, I don't. So everything that you're saying makes so much sense. <laughs> Except for
1: the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe it's easy to make a decision. Sometimes it's hard to stick to that decision.
0: Yes. Okay. So this is what I was... Yes. So this is where I saw a major shift in the way I got results. I was always thinking that in order to do something, I needed to feel motivated or inspired or excited about something. Yep. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to do this business. But then, (laughs) wah, wah, I feel like, Garbage today. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do totally. this thing. I don't want whatever, totally. right? Or same thing with working out. It's like, I don't want to go to the gym today. And so I was basing my actions <laughs> around what I was inspired to do totally. and the moment this was like a huge light bulb moment for me. Yeah. the moment I realized that it does has nothing to do with motivation, has nothing to totally. do with inspiration or yep. my excitement about it because, you're going to be excited about the new business. You're going to be excited about the workout plan or the body that you're going to have as a result. But yeah. the moment I was like, shifted that to commitment and dedication, everything changed.
1: Totally. There's actually, there's a great book that I just read by, I was, I mess up his way. It's Jocko, his name is Jocko Willink, Willink? Yeah. Willink, is that right? Do you know what I don't I'm know, but about? that sounds familiar. He's like the Navy SEAL guy.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the book is right. called uh, Discipline Equals Freedom. Yeah. And it's actually, it's just like, basically, it's just like a, a short snippets, right? So like, you just read like a couple pages, and I'll save you the twenty nine ninety nine. Like, you can basically get the meaning of the book from the title, Discipline equal free, Equals Freedom. But it's like, it's so, and, and like, people talk about this all the time. It's like, oh, like, motivation is fleeting. Motivation is so fleeting. Yeah. You, like, it's gone. You start a diet plan, you start a workout, you start a new business, you start anything, and within a week you're like, oh my god, I want to do this. It sucks. Like there's nothing fun about this, and it does come down to like just doing those boring things. Boring things will give you freedom. Boring things will make your business successful. Boring things will give you the body that you want. Totally. It's difficult to wrap your head around it, but like as soon as you just like stop, even thinking, like don't even let the thoughts come in of like, I'll wait for motivation or I need inspiration or anything like that. Like yeah. as soon as you're just like, no, this just doesn't matter. I feel like shit, I'm going for a run. I feel like crap, doesn't matter. I'm going to the gym. I don't want to do this. Too bad, you have to. What's the alternative? And that goes back to like the motto, which is through suffering comes peace, is like, yeah, a lot of things that are worthwhile in life take a lot of suffering to get to, right? And like, yeah, it's suffering, but the alternative is misery,
0: Yes, right. And it's so much more. Exactly what you said before. Like the popcorn tastes better. The movie (laughs) is more awesome. Like it's so much better on the other side. Totally, totally. And I think if you are listening and just if you can absorb these as your new truth, because honestly, like it changed the game for me. Having that just that small shift of like I have to be motivated to do something too. I'm committing to. I did a podcast episode about leadership of self and it's like basically that. It's like
1: Oh, that's a great I like that. That's a great concept.
0: Yeah. It's it's that shift to commitment and dedication. And I remember having this moment where I was I um was changing my podcast editor. So then I was in, be- in this in-between stage where I was editing and I was like up at 1am and I was like, oh my God, this is the worst <laughs> I was like, oh, who would notice if I didn't put out a podcast episode tomorrow because totally. I was up against the wire and I was like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. said you would do this. You know, I'm having this yeah. internal battle, but like angel and the devil on my shoulder. But yeah. And do you think I could have gone to bed? and probably felt like garbage in the morning, because I would have been like, oh, I have to rush. I have to do this still anyway. Like it's I'm still on the hook to do it. Or I wake up and I'm like, you know what, I'm tired, but it was worth it. It's done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's- if if you get the chance to, to pick up that book from it actually it actually is worth it. There's more than just the title to the book. And it, mm-hmm. it actually it's really good because it's just like, it's almost everything that we talked about within that, like he goes through of course, he's, you know, like a U.S. Navy SEAL workout, rah, rah, rah kind of guy. So yeah. it's, it's very much like, you know, written like that type of person, very, you know, regimented and like, yes, sir, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's it's actually a great book. Just reading a few of those pages every day, just really like solidified. It doesn't matter. Like, in my mind, for me, it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter how cold it is. It doesn't matter if you have no motivation. Like, we just need to stay disciplined to the goals that we want to achieve in life. And so, yeah, yeah I, I just like, I re- re- reread, pardon me, a few pages every once in a while to kind of like keep me back on track. But it, it's a really good resource, actually.
0: Love it. We'll put it in the show notes for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So,
0: so, I know we're coming up on our time, which is crazy. This flew by, but
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> what do you think? So, for, we've kind of talked about it a lot, but for anyone listening who is, feeling that bob we're talking to you um <laughs> feeling <sorry>. that <laughs> i'm sorry uh Poor feeling bob. that <laughs> yeah if if they're in that situation where they're feeling that pull to do something more exciting they kind of think like they know what they want to do and you know they might want to start a business they might want to get in shape whatever but they're experiencing that fear and uncertainty what yeah. is there any parting words any other things that you can like kind of leave us with when we're going after this life, you know, passion and adventure and consider as part of the process.
1: Yeah. So totally. I guess it's like, it's so cliche. (laughs) It's so cliche, but it's just like, it's Nike's motto. Like, just do it. Yeah. Just take the first step. Do one thing. Do something. If it's, it's like starting a business, it's like, okay, what's the next step in it? Do I need to go do I need to start a website? Do I need to make a social media post? Do I need to do like something to get the ball rolling? If it's a fitness journey, it's like, do I need to go get a membership? Do I need to go buy groceries and meal prep for the week? Like whatever it is, it's like, just take one step because like, no matter, you're going to fail so many times in so many different ways that you can't even begin to fathom. Yeah. In, like I had no idea how many different ways I would fail in my life and I'm still failing all the time. But I'm like, that's, that's exactly how you learn and you reiterate and you come back and you try it again and you learn and you read it and try back and, and come back again. Pardon me. And like without taking any action or any steps, you're just, you can analyze for the rest of your life. You can mm-hmm. sit there and research and Google diet plans and business plans and you can do this for the next 60 years and do absolutely nothing. And you'll be 60 or you'll be 70 or you'll be 80 and be wondering what the hell just happened to my life. Mm -hmm. So like, it's cliche, but I mean, Nike said it best. So like, literally just go and do it. Yeah. So give us your B minus
0: work. It doesn't
1: have to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, progress over perfection every single day.
0: Yeah, love it. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So for anyone who's listening and they want to stay connected to you, maybe they want to get life insurance. <laughs> you sure. do live in Alberta, yeah. NBC. But yeah. where or Ontario
1: or you? or Manitoba. It's oh, Saskatchewan, sweet. New Brunswick. We're, we're all over the world, not the world, but the, the country. Oh, and we, we actually are expanding into the States here in Q2, Q3 of this year. So yeah, stay tuned.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah, okay, no. cool. So where can people find you, follow you? learn all
1: the things. Yeah, I guess I mean oh, there's a bunch of fun things I guess you could follow so on uh, LinkedIn if you just look me up Philip Setter you can find me there. The website is uh, www.affinity not infinity but affinitylife.ca. You could find me as well. I have the climbing channel which is is really fun. I have a bunch of like climbing videos on there for ice climbing and rock climbing and that's called the Canadian Boys if you just look that up on YouTube. Also Affinity Life is on YouTube as well. So yeah, those are a couple of places. I'm sure that's enough to get started. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's perfect. And if you are looking for the most entertaining tax and <laughs> life insurance advice, YouTube is definitely a place to hit up. Awesome.
1: Yeah, Cool. much. Well, thank you so well, thank much, you so being much being Sarah. Here. Yeah. No, I appreciate sure. it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.